Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World Podcast, we are going to be talking about food. Yes, all things food, but kind of a tale of two halves to this. One, we're going to talk about how do you get dining reservations, especially in this day and age. It's tough times. Yeah, it's, it's rough going. It's a rough world out there. And then we're going to talk about just some new food offerings there's, there's some, we don't, we're not, we don't do news on here, but there's sometimes news that we just have to sink our teeth into. There you go. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So this was a uh, relevant topic for us. We were actually supposed to air this episode last week. Sorry. But Rachel came down with a something and had no voice. Yeah, it's true. So it's back it, though. It was, it was like, I could do this by myself, but it would be pretty much the most boring episode ever because everybody knows that Rachel makes the show. I'm the life of the party. That is, that is true. So I can talk your ear off about, you know, tips and tricks and all that stuff, but it just wouldn't be that exciting. You give me way too much credit here, but thank you, dear. You're, you're the heart and soul. I don't know about all that. I'm the brain. Sure. That's how it works. Which is sad for our listeners because my brain is not that. It's pretty good. It's fine. It's serviceable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, this was a timely topic for us because we, as many of you know, are headed to the parks for the week of Thanksgiving. Quite a busy time of year. And we, of course, had our dining reservations come up last week as a result because it is 60 days in advance. And... We have a party of 10. It's a big party. Uh, yeah. And I've been told from several sources, um, many within my travel agency, but also Disney representatives on the phone themselves, saying that Disney is not taking parties of larger than eight. Now, I will say, take that with a grain of salt. People on Facebook groups have said, oh, I booked a party of 12 the other day. I don't know. All I know is this is what Disney is saying. And every time I've searched for parties larger than eight, you get nothing. So we split our party of 10 into two fives, but that means that you're going double time trying to get the reservations that are already very hard to get. Now you're trying to get two of them as opposed to one. And even then five is not as easy as four. So I will say just with everything that we're talking about, keep, keep that in mind. We do have parties of five and if you're the smaller your party, the easier of a time you're going to have to get reservations. Yeah, but I was going to say, it, people have parties of all sizes, obviously, but I feel like five isn't that big by Disney standards. True. Yeah. And I, I, mean, that's I honestly, most of the families and... that I book are families with two to three kids. So yeah. those are families of four and five. Mm -hmm. so, so I think it's pretty average. Yeah. Isn't the average household like... Two and a half kids? Yeah. It's like 4.5. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know what it is now. I remember hearing that back yeah. in the day. But... Yeah, it's rough going out there. It's like the Wild West. Yes. Well, okay. Maybe so not. so a few <laughs> things are at stake here. I was going to make a steak pun, but I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> One is reduced capacity in the parks, but also reduced dining capacity. Just reduced seating. 
Um, so that makes it tough. Now, these dining reservations were already hard to get, but I do think that they were much easier when Disney had their dining reservations start at 180 days before your trip, which sounds ridiculous because it is. Booking, <laughs> for most people, for the average vacationer, figuring out what you're going to eat six months in advance is asking a lot, I right. think. And some people don't even have their vacations booked by then. Yeah, so and it, not just that, but also knowing what park you're going to, which day. Yes, well, yeah, especially now with the park pass reservations, but even before those existed, to yeah. do your dining, you kind of had a had to have a pretty good idea, right? Exactly of what parks you would be at at which day. It's a lot of planning way ahead of time when yeah. some people aren't used to planning. Yeah, that far ahead for anything. Right, um, and to be fair, you know the strategy back then was you would go with your toughest to get dining reservations first, and you could actually plan your park days around dining reservations to some extent. Now. You could still technically do that, but you're booking your um, park passes as soon as you book your reservation. There's plenty of availability with park passes, though. Dining, not the same thing. So the 60-day mark... how easy is it to switch your park pass? It's pretty easy. Okay. And, you know, when it's not full, then it's very easy. You do have to cancel your reservation and then make a new one. You don't just swap them out. So that's a mm -hmm. little bit... Right. Like a moment. What if like, we don't <gasps> get yeah. a pass? Yeah, it's kind so, of a lot. Um, so yeah, so I will say when I had clients over spring break and things like that, that was not really an option because there was limited availability. You know, I had lots of people contact me about going in June, but they would contact me in April. And it's like, yeah, I'd love to set you up for a trip, but do you just want to go to Animal Kingdom? <laughs> because that's what's available. Wow. Yeah. So we digress a little bit, but um, yeah, they're they're really hard to get now. Um, it's just very, it's highly competitive. And I will say that our week being one of the most popular weeks of the year certainly made it harder. Our party size made it harder. So I'm cautiously optimistic for my clients that are going at more off, quote unquote, off times. But that's the other thing I was going to say about this is that there really is not that much of an off time right now. It was already kind of a thing that was going away before the pandemic, but you know, you know, like down quote unquote down times people would be like oh that's a great time to go and then those times start filling up mm -hmm. but now especially with the 50th anniversary which starts as of the airing of this episode so happy happy 50th happy anniversary everybody to walt disney world um that's going to drive in crowds in times like early october which would typically be slower times i think even the weeks leading up to christmas are going to be busier than normal there's also the pent-up demand that mm -hmm. the pandemic created. Um, and, and I know this is true because it's harder and harder to get rooms. So the rooms are filling up. Dining's filling up. It's a hot mess. So I recruited Rachel. And I said, I need your help. So Oh, I was like, for what? <laughs> for, di for dining reservations. Normally, I would just multitask this on myself, have a couple different computers, a few different windows open. And, you know, I will say that... Um, if you are booking multiple groups at the same time, so in our case, two parties of five, you have to have two, at least two My Disney Experience accounts. Yeah. And so the way you would want to do that is you would have a couple lead guests. So we used me, my sister, and my stepmom. Those were the three accounts that we used to tackle this. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we also are doing a split stay and word of warning here, split stays used to, they used to kind of link those reservations together. Um, if you are staying on site, you get the first, from the first day of your um, trip, 60 days out, you can book 10 days in advance. So if you're staying for a week, you on that first day that dining reservations are available, you can book that entire week. So that's a pretty big advantage because my clients that are just going, they're staying off site, they've just got tickets. I have to book those each day and I can only book each day the day that they become available. Well, the guests who arrived on Sunday have already beaten them to those reservations. Yes. But if you are doing a split stay, they do not count those as one whole stay anymore, at least presently. It really, it really is a huge bummer. So, you know, for us being the rest of our party is not doing a split stay, but for us, we couldn't book past Sunday. Yeah. We could do one day. Yeah. Two. We We could do Saturday, Sunday. The rest of our party could do Saturday through Saturday because they aren't splitting their stay. It's a long story why we're splitting ours. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm very excited because we get to stay at a deluxe and a moderate. So it has, it has its perks. Except for that. Dining is not one the of them. Dining is not one of them. Um, okay. So dining reservations go live at 6 a.m. Eastern on the web and 7 a.m. Eastern on the phone. And I've been told you can call in for larger parties. But I think that that's completely and utterly foolish because it's not like it's a different pool of reservations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So by the time you're waiting to call in at seven, you've already missed out on literally every single reservation because they go. It's like it's like trying to get tickets to a concert that sells out within seconds. Which is crazy. It is crazy. I don't it's get It's totally it. crazy. Um, now, I've heard reports on in Facebook groups and things like that, Twitter and whatnot, of people going, well, the, the real trick is I'm like, how do you get these tough-to-get dining reservations? Well, you got to start trying at 545 because I at 548, I got all of my dining reservations. I think that that might be a thing that happens from time to time, but I don't think it's a regular thing because I've booked tons of dining for us, for my clients, and I have yet to have dining reservations pop up before 6 a.m. And then as soon as you start clicking at 6 a.m. and one second, they start populating so it may be a thing i have yet to experience it and if you're a listener and you're like no this totally happened to me let us know because i'll be honest i don't believe the people that say it worked for them yeah we want to know the secrets and i'm not and by the way i'm not talking about um space 220 or other restaurant openings like the new california grill when they say something like hey we're opening up this place those definitely have gone live at like 5 20 in the morning five o'clock for whatever reason, Disney just kind of randomly opens those up. So those would be the exception, of course. So. I don't get Disney. Sorry not to trust them, but I won't get negative. Maybe a little bit negative because we're going to be giving advice here, but we ourselves were not that successful. Yeah. But we've got tips. I've got tips if if you don't, if you are in a similar boat as us and did not hit on all of these. But let's say you're going the second week of January to downtime. What we're going to say now should pretty much get you almost everything that you're looking for. Okay. And that is you need to be on your computer by 530 in the morning, which I woke up Rachel for. She's not a morning person. I'm no. already up for work at this, this time anyway. So 
I don't like the anxiety that comes with it, but but as far as waking up, I'm already up. We're good. Although I did have to do it on Saturday as well. Yeah. And Sundays occasionally. That sucks. <laughs> um, but you want to you want to get into your My Disney Experience account, okay? Another thing that you want to make sure is that you already have a credit card linked in your My Disney Experience account. Because once you get to the confirmation screen, they are going to ask for a credit card to um, basically reserve the table and if you don't show up for it or you cancel within a 24-hour window they will charge you i want to say it's ten dollars per person something like that but it's basically a safeguard for them so people don't just snatch up a bunch of reservations and then do nothing with them so have your credit card on file so that you don't have to do an extra step there have your my disney experience loaded um, use Google Chrome or I'm sure Firefox and Safari do this as well, but use the different profiles so that you are not trying to log into three different My Disney Experience accounts on the same web browser or use different web browsers that would work as well or different computers would work as well. Mm-hmm. Or your phone in the computer. Yes, but I definitely do not advise using the phone. The way the phone is set up to look for reservations is a little bit convoluted and there's a couple extra steps and especially if you want to change, so let's say you're searching for lunch and you want to switch real quick and check dinner. On the computer, all you do is click lunch and change it to dinner. But on the phone, you have to go back and then you kind of have to like then switch to dinner and then mm-hmm. check your date again. It's not – it is as much slower. So don't use the app. You could use your phone web browser, but again, computer is the way to go. But have those profiles loaded up um, and then – just like you would for Rise of the Resistance or any of the virtual, but that's not a virtual queue anymore, but Remy's coming up here. Um, you would do this for concert tickets as well. You want to use time.gov, which is like a world clock, and you want to watch it until it, it is so intense. You want to watch it until it ticks right over to six o'clock. And then hopefully, you know, I should have said you've already got your date and your um, time, lunch, or whatever selected, and then you're gonna you're gonna search as soon as that pops up. If you get a message that says something along the lines of like, um, "We are unable to check for reservations at the point this point," it's like too early, or your party's too big, or whatever. But if you get sorry, there are no reservations available. You know that there are just no reservations available. So okay. sad. So, well, something else you did was you had like all the restaurants that we wanted to go to in diff- open in different tabs. Correct. So you're not having to like go back like, okay, well, what about this restaurant? And like go back in the browser. You just can click the tabs at the top. Yeah. And I thought that was – he had that preloaded for me yes. when I woke up. So really I was just an extra pair of hands Ex- and extra eyes. Extra clicker, yeah. Yeah. So I appreciated that. But yeah. definitely was a I – don't, I don't know if I would have thought to do that. Yeah, and I forgot to mention that, but, but that is – for some people that might go without saying, but for other people, we need the we need it explicitly stated. Yeah, and I would say you want to put them in order of importance to you slash difficulty. You kind of got to do a little bit of like not math. What's the word? Like I don't know. Risk versus reward. I don't know, but um. <sighs> You want to consider like what what really priority. matters to you. What is a priority? Like what what do you have to do? But then you also want to consider how difficult is a reservation to get, you know, because something at Disney Springs like Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, um, T-Rex, something like that, it may be a must do. Or here's a good example, 50s Primetime Cafe. 
that may be a must do for you, but it probably wouldn't be as hard as like Topolino's character dining, California Grill, um, Chef Mickey's. Would you suggest character dining's first since they're the most popular in many cases? Yeah, especially if you're going for something like Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, even be our guest. Yeah. Is a it's tough. It's a little more popular now, I think. Just or a little tougher to get now. Um, I've heard conflicting reports. People saying, "Oh, it's much easier now." I don't. I don't know if I see that because I've I've definitely had trouble with it with clients. But um, yeah, and there's plenty of websites out there that will tell you like these are the tough ones to get. But you're right. Character dining is really hard right now because there's only Chef Mickey's at the Contemporary, Tusker House in Animal Kingdom, Garden Grill at Epcot. Topolino's Terrace at Riviera, which is breakfast only. And what am I missing? Hollywood and Vine at Hollywood Studios, which is breakfast for Disney Junior, lunch and dinner for Minis, Halloween at Halloween, Christmas at Christmas. That's it. There used to be a ton more. So you'd have a much easier yeah. time. So there were not, some there were well, some that were more popular, like Bon Voyage, things like that, but So we're not doing Minis Christmas? At Hollywood Studios. I try. I looked. I tried to get it. But that was not. So I gave all of her family options. We talked about it. And no, that one did not. That did not come in at the top. Maybe I'll go by myself. I think part of I'll the, get a reservation I think for part one. of it, Rachel, was the menu. So we liked Tusker House for its eclectic, you know, African-centric menu. And the fact that it's in Animal Kingdom. Um, and we loved Topolino's. That was our number one choice. It just seems like a fantastic breakfast menu. It's a little bit more elegant. Um, things but do the work a little bit. Characters look amazing. And the, yeah, we liked that it was Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy. We liked the the offering of characters and their theme and their theme yeah. and the little placard you get with their names on it, their signatures. The view from the top of yeah. the Riviera. We want we wanted all of that, um, but Topolino's is the hot new character dining, and it's only breakfast. So it's yeah. the toughest to get. But anyway, my point is you have to kind of figure out how are we going to rank these? And I don't always suggest going for the most popular because in our case, we went, we were like, we're going for the most popular and there was nothing. Well, that delays us from trying the next thing on our list, which was Liberty Tree Tavern, which is normally fairly easy to get, but not on Thanksgiving. And you've got a Thanksgiving menu and everybody wants it. Womp womp. Womp womp. So... It's just amazing to me because, I don't know, for me, like, I just can't, I'm, like, being outside the Disney bubble, like, before, you know, I had gone to Disney World and was in a Disney podcast or whatever, like, I just can't imagine so many people wanting the same, like, how intense it is. Like, I don't know. So, it's so just crazy to me that there's people all over the world, just sitting there at their computers, waiting to click that button, because it just seemed like people that I would talk to in my everyday life would be like, are you kidding me? We have to do this? And I'd be like, mm -hmm. yeah, I know, right? But it's, yeah. apparently, it's a thing. It's a thing. And this episode is probably going to sound as like one big plug for using a travel agent. But in many cases, it is because the travel agent can travel agent is going to do all of this for you. Yeah, at least they're going to wake up at 5.30 in the morning But also you. they're going to inform you all of this stuff. Like I send my clients tons of emails, probably too many. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Some people love it. Like, oh, all this information. Other people are like, 
this is so overwhelming. What do I do with all this? But we set up Zoom conferences. We talk through it. We figure out what are they going to go for. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Now, we did, Rachel, have one um, snafu that I want to talk about. And, uh, you know, I knew better. I knew well, this I knew too, this wouldn't work, but thing. I was so in the moment and didn't think about it. You cannot book two reservations at the same time. And you're probably thinking, duh, that goes without saying. But again, when you have multiple windows open, you're clicking and you go, oh, we got this reservation at this time. Click it, you go. And then you're like, oh, also, because you're refreshing them all kind of at the same time. Oh, we also got this one on a different day, different time. But you go into them both at the same time. One of them is going to go through and one of them is going to crash and kick you out. We right. learned that the hard way. Yeah. Well, actually, I wasn't even like trying to do two at once. It was like I clicked it and it was like you got it or whatever. But you, there's like another – it takes you to a page and you have to hit like confirm or something like that. And so I assumed like, okay, I hit the button that said I got it. I'm good to go. So I clicked and then the, you other moved down to the other one. Yeah. And then I was like, then I went back to the other page. I was like, oh no. So I hit yeah. confirm when the other one was confirming. And then I ruined everything. You're right. So we both made the same mistake, but for different reasons. Yeah. I was trying to be flash and get it all done as quickly as possible. And I thought I was done. And you missed a screen that you needed to put some information in and hit confirm. I think you were on the screen where they asked for your email and they asked for you to click basically saying, you know, um, if I have allergies, I'm going to contact I don't the even restaurant know it and I acknowledge this and I'm going to be fine. It's like the disclaimer. That was, I think that's was that the last the screen. I feel like I saw Tinkerbell. That's all I remember. I was like, what? You were definitely on the last screen and you just didn't click a little box and then click confirm. Yeah, it was like at the bottom. Yeah. I just assumed I got it. Yeah. So, yes, you do need to get to the screen that say, it will literally say, congratulations. Yeah, that's why I thought I got it. No, you did not get to the congratulations <laughs> screen. That's the next oh. screen. Well, it says something before it that. It says something encouraging, but you need to get to the screen that says, congratulations, your dining is confirmed at this time, this date, this restaurant. Yeah, just double so. check. There's no confirm button at the bottom. Yeah. So now, that being said, the strategy did work. We just did not get Topolino's, which is, again, one of the toughest restaurants to get. Uh, we did not get Liberty Tree Tavern on Thanksgiving, but we did get... Um, Tusker House, which was our backup for our character dining. And we got that within five minutes of each other. So we're going to mm -hmm. show up. We're going to ask to sit as close as possible to each other. It's going to be fantastic. We did get Via Napoli. And this is the one that you – we had times they were within 10 minutes of each other. And this is one that Rachel lost that we then had to go back in. And we ended up – now we're like 40 minutes apart. So, womp, womp. But we'll, we'll – We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we're going to talk in just a minute about what do you do if you don't if you don't get them. So, um, so not terrible, not a total loss. Oh, what else did we get? We got um, sci-fi, but at like nine o'clock at night and fifties prime time for fifties prime time for us. Sci-fi for my sister. I didn't know that at like nine o'clock at I night. I don't think I knew you got fifties for yeah. us. Yeah, which was our sci-fi backup, but now we're at two different restaurants and it's super late. Probably not going to keep either of those, but who knows? Hopefully something else will come up. Yes. So um, let's start talking tips. So one tip is have backups. Yeah. It's know what restaurants you're going to try if you do not get the restaurant that you want. Mm -hmm. Another tip is maybe 
just be okay not eat not eating at table service restaurants because you're going to save money. Yes. I guess what I mean by that is some of your backups should maybe be quick service restaurants. And you that might be the bottom of the barrel, right? And you're trying to get other things before you get that. But keep that in mind. You definitely don't need two table service restaurants a day. No. And you don't even need one per day. A lot of people do like a, just a couple throughout their trip. They're very expensive, especially the character dining. Character dining is fairly ridiculous because you pay, what, 30, 40 bucks for a child's plate, but it's a buffet and they're going to eat a couple pieces a couple of bacon. A couple Mickey pancakes. And a Mickey waffle. That's what I meant. And call it a day. Yeah. That's a lot of money. So you are paying for the experience. Um, at least at other restaurants, when you're not on the dining plan, you can, and there is no dining plan currently, but you can um, share food. Like a Via Napoli, we're just going to get a couple of pizzas. Mm-hmm. Big giant pizzas and split. It would be great. So, um, however, there are methods to getting these dining reservations. One really old school method is just to check constantly. Like all the time. Like I will just have on my phone a, a window open where I'm like checking for our most, the ones that we want the most. I'm just going to keep, you just, every once in a while you hit refresh. You think about it, hit refresh. Or if I'm doing so, something else, I might have it open and then just occasionally I'm hitting to check, to check, to check, to check. Um, that's good because if you do that and you do happen to get one, you're going to beat all of these dining reservation checkers that are out there. Because that's all they're doing is they're automatically checking for reservations. They then send that notification out to, to their users and then their users click a link and it sends them to the um, reservation. So we have used touring plans, which will give you two um, dining reservation finders. It's a paltry amount, but it's fine. I think it's free. I don't think you have to be a subscriber. I am a subscriber. I'm a big fan of touring plans, but I don't think the um, dining reservation finder is a, is a paid um, service of theirs. Um, there's also mouse dining, and this will let you get up to six for free. And for $9 a month, you can have up to 50, put notes on it. So as a travel agent, that's what I'm using because I have multiple that I'm tracking and I've got little notes like this is for this family. And this is so that I make sure that when I click it, I'm logging into the correct account to, to get to snag the reservation. Um, and those will give you text alerts, actually mouse dining to get the text alert. You have to pay for it. Otherwise it'll be email. Um, text is a little bit quicker, um, but they'll give you text alerts and email alerts. And that, and it works pretty well, but they're they've become more and more popular. It used mm-hmm. to be this kind of thing, like touring plans. I used to always get the reservations that I'm looking for, and now I find that mouse dining usually finds it quicker than touring plans. And even some like the other day, Rachel, kid you not, a an alert came up, and this is for a client of mine, not us, but alert came up. Within a minute, I had clicked the link, and I it then loads the screen, and I get the sorry for the pause, and it's like. Lady in the Tramp. This reservation no longer exists. I'm like, dang. Yeah. I cannot be much quicker than that. Yeah. It was like 255. I clicked it at 256. It's crazy. So it is what it is. So you're going to be competing with other people that are doing that. Um, is it worth the money? I'd say if you have more than six, yes. Otherwise, I think just the six is fine. The free account's fine. Um, there's some others out there. I don't know how good they are. I just know that they charge an arm and a leg. Such as five dollars for a reservation. 
Ooh. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah. absolutely not. I'm not going to use those. They yeah. may check more frequently. I don't know. But I think with my method of checking constantly and using the, the reservation finder, my, my hope is that we'll get most. Um, now, something else to keep in mind is that people will drop their reservations the closer it gets to the date. So yeah. you're going to see many more come up there. So you kind of got to be flexible with your plans a little bit, which is not the way it used to be. You used to have your 180 days locked in to whatever you were doing. Um, I feel like it's kind of hard to be flexible with your plan. I mean, within a day. Not when there's no fast passes anymore. That's true. So back when there was fast passes, you had to schedule everything. When you were going to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, when you were going to eat, right? Yeah, so I guess that Don't does have to do take that now. an element out of it. Yep. With the lightning lane coming, the the Genie Plus thing, you 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 don't you don't pick any of those until you're in the park or 7 a.m. at the resort. But still, you do it day of. So I think Disney's trying to get away from that a little bit because that probably created a lot of anxiety for people. But then there's people like me where it creates anxiety not knowing until the day before I go <laughs> what my plan is. Like I like to have the plan. Yeah. But I also it's cool. It's it's cool. There's a possibility. It's cool. Everything's fine. I'm totally fine. There's a possibility that 24 hours before it, we're like, <gasps> go, jump on it, you know, because you can get what you want. But then it, it's like tough because at that point, haven't you made other plans? I don't know. What's going to happen is I'm just going to be. be eating turkey legs instead of Liberty Tree Tavern. Like, I don't know. When I'm in the parks, it helps me married to a planner and a travel agent at bat because what's going to happen is I'm going to be. Going about Still my day. a little horse. A little bit. Um, going about my day. Just enjoying Disney. Wandering around. Just being happy. Especially if I don't have to like, you know, crunch time. Get to different fast passes. And then Keenan's going to be like, oh my God, this thing came up. Should I do it? And I'll be like, yeah, oh, you, sure. No, you'll be so indecisive. I'll be like, that sounds fine. And then your sister will be like, yes, do it. And then. Yeah. Plans will be oh, made, and, then and I'll be you know, like, "We're grabbing kids and running somewhere." And I don't think like, we'll okay. be running because it'll be—it probably won't be like we yeah. can get this now. I, honestly, Rachel, I think a lot of them will come the day before because you have to cancel even within so, to cancel within twenty-four hours. There's going to be moments where, oh, this came up. Are we going to do this? Yes. And then everyone's going to like be frantically like, "Yes, yes, let's do it." I'm going to be like, "Okay, you'll be fine." It'll yeah. be. It'll, it'll raise I'm just your glad I have people frantically doing all this for me. I feel bad for those who are more like me and don't have a planner in their midst to take care of all this. So you're making me think of two more tips I want to give people. One is with the planning, um, before, we should have said this a while ago, but before you even sit down to make those dining reservations, my advice is always to plan all of your meals in advance. And I don't mean to the T, like we're going to have turkey and ham sandwiches on Tuesday, but like, hey, this is when we want to eat a sit-down meal. And give ballparks because you cannot be like, we're going to eat at 3.20 on, on Tuesday at, you know, the plaza in Magic Kingdom. You maybe, right? You may get four. You may get nothing. Um, but a general like, you know, we'd like to do a table sit-down meal at Magic Kingdom. We're looking for Be Our Guest. Uh, but for breakfast that day, we'll pack. 
Or for breakfast that day, we'll do Starbucks or Joffrey's or something like that. Try to work all of those out. Personally, I'll also add the budgeting element into it so I can figure out how much money I'm going to spend. This is how we would always decide whether we wanted to do the dining plan or not. But um, it's going to make the dining reservation thing go a lot smoother when you have all of those meals planned out, not just we want this particular table service. You kind of have a bigger picture of it, and then you can kind of like modify it accordingly. I think that'll help a lot. Which, by the way, we've talked about this on our show before, but you can save a lot of money by bringing food to the parks with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Or getting it delivered to your room. Well, you would get it delivered and then pack it and bring it to the parks. Yes. So, yes. Um, But the other thing that I wanted to um, talk about is that the app now has a feature that lets you check for walk-ups. So you don't have to physically walk to the restaurant to see if they are taking walk-up reservations. If you're in the park and you're I don't know if you have to be that close. I've tried it when I'm not in the park and it just says you need to be closer. But I'm assuming once you're in the park, um, you can just click it and you can get on a waiting list if if there is walk-up availability. Hmm. So if there are cancellations or maybe they just can take more tables than they thought they could, that sort of thing. Hmm. Maybe somebody ate really fast. That is good to know because I didn't know. I thought you had to have a reservation. Yeah. You did. But you can also walk up to the restaurant and ask. Um, and I've heard success stories of this. Like, well, we just thought we'd try. And it turns out they had a table for six. So cool. Go for it. So those are some tips. I I, I hate it. I hate, hate, hate this kind of last minute. Like, we may eat here. We may not. But I, it's nice to know that that's available as an option. Any other things that you want to say, Rachel? I don't as far think so. as dining reservations. Well, I guess this is maybe a, a segue because you had mentioned that like be open to um quick service, not doing a table service. And I was gonna mention that um right now, starting October first, which is today when you're listening, right? Mm-hmm. Um Well. When this episode will be released. Yes. Our listeners may be listening on Saturday or Sunday. True. Um, or th- or but I was going to say now. that there's a lot of offerings for the 50th. And so there could be some special things. I mean, there's always special things year round that you can get certain places. But quick services are places that you can get some special things that they have probably to get people away from. <laughs> Table service in some cases. I don't know. Possible. But, but there are the table service. There's a lot. There's some of those that have special things as well. Right. Which actually bums me out because some of them are like, ooh, I really want, gosh, who had the key lime pie? It was um, Coral Reef. Oh, a, right. And I but was we're not like, eating I was coral like reef. there's no way I'm going to Coral Reef. I know. So I was saying, I was like, can you sucks. get like I'm not uh, getting the key lime pie. Can you get like carry out <laughs> at Coral Reef? Just the order take out just the key lime pie. Ah, Disney's pretty magical. They might let you do that. Maybe. So, um, but yeah, let, let's let's talk about that. So, on the second half of our episode today, we wanted to just go through some of the 50th offerings. In case you missed it, Disney um, Parks blog, I must have said Disney Food blog, that's unaffiliated, it's an unofficial site. Disney Parks blog, which is the official blog news type thing for the Disney parks released a foodie guide to the 50th. And they, they do this for every, you know, Halloween 50th 
food and wine. I love them. There's pictures. It's great. Um, now I'm really looking to see what reviewers say about this stuff. Like I'm looking for our local friends, you know, yeah. going and, and basically saying, we love this. We love that. Some There's some vloggers that we like to watch that I'm interested in their opinion of it. But we'll eventually have a very – you and I will both have a very strict list. We might not get everything on it, but it'll be like if I'm here in this area and I'm in the mood, I need to make a note that there's this dish and I want it or this beverage and I want it. So mm-hmm. bear with us because this list that we're about to share is just based on pictures and what we've read from the foodie guide to the 50th. Yeah. It which starts today. Good. They sound great. So why don't, why don't you um, start us off? All right. Starting in Magic Kingdom. I mean, so all mine are sweets. As I looked at my list, I'm like, well, yeah, which is I'm not totally like I don't have a huge sweet tooth, but I think when it comes to like park treats, I'm always going for the sweets. Well, it was mostly treats. Yes. Drinks. There were some savory like brown derby had like a just like a steak with egg and there was like Walt's chili fries and stuff like that. But I think the, the overwhelming majority of them were sweet. Right. And I think the other thing is that a lot of the savories were beef or pork, which True. I don't eat. So there's not a lot of vegetarian savory options. Yes. Um, as far as will, the 50th goes. Well, we will be there for the last day of food and wine. So whatever we have to share about food and wine in our trip report will be kind of a moot point at that, you know, yeah. avenue. But we will also be there for the first day of the International Festival of the Holidays. So definitely stay tuned for those because we will have not just like, here's what we'd like to do, but here's what we tried and loved and maybe didn't love. Yeah. So. So my first 50th treat that I want to try is the Royal 50th Churro. I love fried dough. Top of my list, baby. Oh, yeah. Top of my list. Um, so I hope that's... they're better than like the regular park churros. Hopefully. But I, they're probably not. But this one sounds delicious. So yeah. Tell, tell us so, what's on it. It's churros rolled in strawberry sugar, drizzled with marshmallow cream, shimmer sprinkles served with chocolate dipping sauce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, sign me up. It just says outdoor kiosk, so I'm assuming you can get it various places around yeah, Magic Kingdom. So, like I said, it's going to be, I hope it's better than like the regular churros, but you're probably going to be able to get it at most of the places you can get just like regular churros. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. I don't know. I just, I mean, I also like food that, that sounds stupid. They had I, me at I, strawberry, sugar, and marshmallow right? cream. Exactly. The, the chocolate, whatever. No, chocolate's necessary. It's going <laughs> to, yeah, be a nice compliment to mm-hmm. that sweet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Yeah, I had that one too. Um, also at Magic Kingdom, this, for me, this just sounds so good. Columbia Harbor House has a Happy Haunts milkshake. So milkshake, but also Haunted Mansion themed. Count me in. It is a blackberry milkshake topped with a purple chocolate glazed donut covered with black sprinkles. So I'm getting a donut with sprinkles, sprinkled donut, my fave, with a blackberry milkshake. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely up your alley. Unless people come out and they're like, oh, it tastes like chalk or something crazy. Like, there's no way I'm not getting this. Yeah. I'll eat the donut. 
You can have a bite of this. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of. How much do you think that'll cost? My guess is like thirteen bucks. Yeah, probably something like that. Do the prices right. That should be. We've got all these like, like games that we want to play. Yeah, we do. On our show. Oh, that would be fun. Gosh, like we just right? We just do not have time right now to uh. put together like trivia and game shows. But that would be super fun. That would be fun to do like a Price, Price is right, right style. We do like gift shop stuff and. Uh huh. Mm. Uh huh. Stay tuned. We wouldn't be able to do it with. What do you think it's going to cost? We'd have to do it with things that actually have a price tag. Otherwise, how would we know who got it right? Well, yeah. Yeah. You say what you think it's going to cost, and then yeah, you reveal the correct... Yeah, but with this, we don't have price tags yet. So we can't right. do it with, like, Well, not right now, but we'll get back. <laughs> yeah, anyways. It'll come Brainstorming out. live on air. Yeah. If we did a live show, which we've entertained, we just, again, don't have the time to do it. That's what This is what you'd be getting. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why and we're not doing a, a live com- show. a comment section of people also... It could be fun. Who knows? Live, show, live shows are fun, you know? All right. That's all. I, I actually only picked one per park, so. Okay. And I didn't pick one for Animal Kingdom. I had a completely different arrangement. I have, okay. <laughs> this is very Keenan of me, but I have the, like, I'm, I, this is what I want, and I don't care what anybody says about it, so that was the churros and the milkshake. I have the sounds good, but I'll wait for the reviews. And then I have the sounds really good, but may not hit it due to the distance or, you know, awkwardness. It's like a table service restaurant or something like that. Those are my categories. Wow. What? We all have different ways of classifying things. That's how I chose to do it. Deal with it. I chose the way that's in the DisneyParks.DisneyGo.com foodie to guide to 50th. No, I'm saying I'm normal <laughs> in that regard. Not totally normal, but. Okay, so you're going to go park by park. I'm going park by park. Okay. Should I give my other Magic Kingdom one then? I mean, I don't know. I'll do it. So this is in the, um, sounds good, but I'll wait for the reviews. The Anti-Gravity's Galactic Cookies has an Uncle Orville from, from, um, why, why am I blanking on Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow attraction name? Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress. Thank you. <laughs> Uncle Orville in the bathtub, you know, um, and it's a Sunday that comes in a bathtub. So for me, I love it. It's super cute. People are obviously geeking out about this for, for good reason, but it also just looks like a generic Sunday. So I'm going to wait for yeah. people to say like, it's actually really good or whatever. And it's, I don't know, it's probably going to be too pricey to justify just getting a regular Sunday. And it's just going to be like a crappy plastic bathtub bowl like what are you gonna do with that it's the principle of the matter i don't know that did not look appealing to me i guess that looked too gimmicky for me and i knew it was but you do have to admit the gimmick is genius and it's gonna sell a ton it's gonna sell a ton but i think it's never mind i'm gonna hold my thoughts so i don't make enemies i think it's hmm okay so give us your next one well moving on i didn't see really anything that i wanted in I didn't see really anything that I wanted in Animal Kingdom. So did you? Or do we just want to... Animal Kingdom. Uh, no. No. I got nothing. Yeah. There was something at Animal Kingdom Lodge that was interesting. I forget what it was, but I didn't note it down. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to make it there this trip. 
There wasn't a, there was only like four things. Yeah. So, and none of them were, I mean, there is just like the Mickey premium bar. Yeah. With like raspberry flavored, blue raspberry flavored coating. I don't know how good that'll go with chocolate. Probably fine. Oh, uh, was that cute. from Drinkwalla? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Animal Kingdom did have the Walt's chili fries. Right. So which I can't if that eat. hits me in the moment, I might get some chili fries. That yeah. sounds pretty good. Or chili dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Restaurantosaurus, right? Right. Yeah. So how do they, I mean, why is it Walt's chili? Do you know? He has like a chili recipe. Okay. And they don't normally have that? Um, That's a good question that I should know the answer to, but Sorry I to don't believe that it is unique to the 50th. I don't think it is. All right. But either way, chili dogs and it's special. It's right. I don't, is it special? That's what I guess that's my question is how special is it? We, uh, we say this every episode, but we need a fact checker. Fact check. Yep. Okay, so I moved on to Hollywood Studios. Nothing for me to see there at Animal Kingdom. Uh-huh. So at Hollywood Studios at the ABC comm- Commissary, I was intrigued by the Chocolate Moose, which is, I don't know if this is on your list at all. No. So go, go for Raspberry, it. Raspberry, dark chocolate mousse, which sounds amazing. Chocolate almond cake. Yes, and a layer of hazelnut crunch and whipped chocolate hazelnut cheesecake. So very rich, very chocolatey. I'll have to be in the mood. This will have to be after a savory dish. That sounds great. But I just don't, I'm not a big mousse fan. Really? So, yeah. Well, Cedric's not going to help me eat that either. So I'll just have to eat that myself. So I, it's just one of those things where it's like, I wouldn't spend money on it, but I'd love a bite of yours. All right. I mean, the picture looks really pretty yeah, as well. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. Um, for me, for Hollywood Studios, I do have something on my... Um, sounds good, but I'll wait for the reviews. Shimmer Over the Moon, which is a drink with apple pie moonshine. Amaretto. Falernum, which I have no idea what that is. <laughs> do you know what that is? No. Yeah. Pineapple juice and club soda served as a souvenir glow cube. You can get this at the Brown Derby Lounge as well as other drink spots like the Oasis and the um, what's the actor's bar thing. I don't know. There's different there's different just little drink bar areas you can get this at in Hollywood Studios. But yeah. I would like to get it at the Brown Derby Lounge. I want like a little classy cocktail. Right. Like if it would be nice if we like sat for a drink. I could totally see you getting that, and I think you would like it. It sounds Correct. good. But but it would have to be one of those where either people say it's really good, and I'm going to go out of my way to get it, or we're just like, we're going to stop for a cocktail here. Yeah. Then right. I would get it. And you get a glow cube. Yeah, that was like the least <laughs> enticing. Right. I'm like, cool. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, so that's all I had at Hollywood Studios. But okay. really, that picture is, I mean, like, it just looks very... For, for the one that I said, the chocolate mousse. It looks very, like, elegant as far as desserts go. Gotcha. So we'll see. Okay. I'm not going to go out of my way for it. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. I think that's also the only Hollywood Studios I have. Let me double check. That's definitely the only one on my... Yeah. Yep. So let's move on. Okay. Moving on to Epcot then. Yeah. So at the Epcot Experience, there's an iridescent 
croissant donut, otherwise known as a cronut. Uh huh. Um, with blue look, icing and sprinkles. It's so basic, though. What? What? It's just, it seems like a basic cronut. I don't care. Yeah. It I looks, don't know. I've, one, I've never had a cronut. Two, it's the 50th cronut, and the sprinkles look very special. <laughs> We're such suckers for like, well, it. I'll tell you what, Rachel. I am a little bummed that there's no sippers. Yeah. There's the like cups well, with the, the sipper straw things. That's not what I'm talking about. I want like the orange bird sipper, the Mickey sipper. Like that's kind of become the thing that I collect. Right. I'm surprised. And maybe they'll. Do you don't think they'll come out with anything? Maybe. Hopefully, there's one for Christmas. Yeah. Because that's what I want. Hmm. But yeah, I couldn't believe there's not some sort of sipper. Fiftieth sipper. Yeah. They've got to come out with something. You'd think. I have nothing for Epcot. Ah, you don't want a cronut. Like I said, it just seemed kind of plain. Fine, you're not having my... I'm getting the sriracha donut from the Food and Wine Fest. That's my fried dough. Oh, sorry. You can only have... <laughs> you can only have one fried dough. No. A day. <laughs> you're like... <laughs> a day. And that's not even true. I could have more than one fried dough. I think the thing for me is at Epcot, we're going to be sampling so much food and wine stuff on day one. And on day two of Epcot, we're going to be doing so much international um, festival of the holiday stuff. That nothing at the 50th stood out to me more than what I'm expecting to get at the festivals. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'll have to check out the Festival of the Holiday offerings and see. Yeah, which we don't know yet. But I've looked at previous years and I've got a pretty good. Yeah, I haven't even looked into that yet. But I guess, yeah, I don't know. This is like how I spend my lunch breaks. I refuse. Sometimes I have to do work during my lunch breaks, but I try to just not try to unplug from the classroom. And it usually is like, okay, what am I going to research for Disney? Yeah, researcher plan. Sounds so relaxing. It is. Not. It's how I just, I, it's how I get fulfilled. I don't know if it's relaxing, but it's very fulfilling for me. It's called controlling what you can when things feel out of is control that, is that are we are we doing a um olaf quote yes oh i was thinking like a psychiatric visit here like what's happening keenan is you're trying to control the it's true that olaf says so <laughs> olaf it's probably said it. true you're probably on to something i think i am um but no i have nothing for epcot you got anything else for epcot nope just a cronut okay so that leaves us with the springs and the hotels oh right Resorts. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all of mine are resorts. I didn't even consider springs. There was a couple things I'm like, ooh, that sounds fantastic. But two reasons. One, I don't think we're going to Disney Springs. And two, even if we did, the things that I liked were at um, table service restaurants, which we're definitely not doing at the springs. Well, our friends, Brennan and Catherine, over on Detour to Neverland, have done like show. the like looking at different petite cakes. I mm-hmm. think it was from Amaret's Patisserie. Don't quote me on that. But I think that they've gotten cakes from there and like have done like cutting through these different cakes and they have a special 50th one. So it looks really good. It sounds really good. Vanilla chiffon cake, which I'm not a huge cake person anyway, but it has celebration blue mousse, blueberry jam and lemon curd. I am a sucker for like Berry lemon combos. It's a good combo. 
And you're also we, a sucker. I, if it says celebration, you're into it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what's <laughs> happening. Iridescent. Yeah. Yep. Basically, any. It's like, 50th or celebration. This, like, you're like, I'm in. Yeah. And especially if it has like blue sprinkles, then it's pretty much. Uh, Fair enough. But I think it'll be really a pretty cake. And I thought it would be nice to share with our party. So sure. maybe I'll take a little bus ride to Disney Springs and yeah. come back with a cake. The this self-proclaimed Disney Springs hater is going to make a trip to Disney Springs I would do just a, for a freaking mini cake. You no know, way. I think No way. Okay. It, you. You're probably right because you usually write about these things when it comes to like what I'll do. But I could see it happening if I could go by myself. I think one reason I don't like Disney Springs is I've only gone there with a child. And with a husband who hates malls. Yeah. Did we go? We didn't go our last trip, right? We did. We met up with the monorails. Oh, yeah. That was fun. See, I yeah. liked it then. That's true. When I didn't have a child. Okay. So, right, if I can go by myself something. and go wander around just like I do in our local Easton, which is like an outdoor uh-huh. mall. I just don't know when you would do that. Yeah, I don't know either. But if I do, I'm coming back with a cake. Okay. Fair enough. Here's what I'll say. The only thing I can see getting us to Disney Springs would be the Christmas tree trail. Yeah. If they do it this year. Or if we can't get any, if we have to remake our dining plan. Like cancel Thanksgiving at (laughs) Magic Kingdom because we can't get dining and go to Disney Springs instead and make that our rest day. That sounds lame. At that point, I'd be depressed. Even though I I initially did not want to go to Magic Kingdom on Thanksgiving because it would be the busiest of the four parks, I believe. Who wants to go to Disney Springs on Thanksgiving? Sorry. A lot of people will be going to Disney Springs. Honestly, at this point, it would be tough. But if we could get homecoming reservations, some southern home cooking, I'd be into that. Mm -hmm. And if there's the Christmas tree trail, I'd be into that. Yeah. But I think what's going to happen is I think that um, grandparents are going to take the kiddos to Disney Springs while we have our adult night. And we will not be going to Disney Springs. Then I will give them money for a cake. Gotcha. That's a good idea. I know. Because we're going... We got other plans, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all of the rest of mine are at resorts. All right. Let's hear So them. speaking of, you know, date night plans, one of the things we want to do is go to the Polynesian. And Captain Cook, so this is quick service, so I don't have to sit down for a meal to get this. Uh, this is this is on my um, sounds good, but I'll wait for the reviews list. Captain Cook's has a celebrate 50th celebration cupcake. So there you go, mm-hmm. Rachel. It is a vanilla cupcake with Dole Whip pineapple center. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, Dole Whip, right? Right. Tropical fruit salsa and pineapple macaron. Yeah, I did see that. That was like, I was interested. But Right, I need the reviews. If the reviews are like, this is amazing, I want it. I'm going to get it. Yeah, do you think it's like cold ice cream Dole Whip? No. Then what is it? Just I like don't know. slimy I'm hoping warm like a custard. Dole Whip? Yeah. Because I like see, custard filled donuts. I see. But I mentioned that pineapple macaron. Could be good, right? Right? It's mm-hmm. going to be good. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Do you have anything else from resorts? I don't, actually. I looked through them and I was just like, mm. I mean, the Sipabration souvenir 50th celebration cup with a surprise character and a little bit of magic. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, that's it the cups in- that you can get. You can get those at a lot of different places, though. Yeah. You'll so, probably get one. I mean, maybe. 
I bet the kids you'll will be want at one. a place and you'll be like, I kind of want this cocktail, and they'll be like, you can get it in a separation mug for another six bucks, and you're like, okay, don't mind if I do. Or one of the kids is gonna want it, yeah, or something. So yeah, um, so I got two more. All right, these are on my sound amazing, but may not hit due to distance. So at the Contempo Cafe, so this would be if we make it to the Contemporary. They have a peanut butter banana pie. It is a sweet tart shell filled with banana butter mousse and banana sauce topped with chocolate glaze and chocolate decor. And I yeah, love so peanut butter bananas mixed together, so I think that would be really good. banana sauce. Gosh, what else does Contempo Cafe have? There's an item there because we have not eaten there. It's dessert. I have to ask our neighbor because she loves it. I forget what it is, but that's the, on my bucket list. Rainbow. So we may have to make cake. it over there. And then this is not going to happen because I do not see us making it over to Fort Wilderness. But did you see what Fort Wilderness had? It had a trio, a cupcake trio. I was actually interested. From PJ Southern Takeout, where each one looks like Southern cooking. Yeah. But it's all dessert. So they've got the fried chicken, apple fritter, apple pie, moonshine, moonshine filling, a bit vanilla buttercream. So. That sounds pretty cool. I guess I like apple pie moonshine. They've got the the peas and carrots, which is by the way, fried chicken is what it looks like. It's not fried chicken apple fritter, which is what when I read it sounded like. You got peas and carrots, which is what it looks like, but it is strawberry moonshine custard, white chocolate frosting, and M M&M and M mini peas. And then you have the mock mashed potato, which is Snickers mousse cupcake, caramel buttercream, and starburst butter. Whatever that means. Butter is in quotes. <laughs> Starburst butter. No, that's funny because but they I look actually. so cool and I bet they taste good. I had. See, I actually did my list on paper for once. Oh, that was on the and back. And that was on the back. Yeah. Resorts. Yeah. Fort Wilderness Cupcake Trio. Like, I do want to make it to Wilderness Lodge to see the tree, but it's another trek to get to Fort Wilderness. So I. Well. It's another boat ride. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm willing yeah, to, to make we'll it see. out there. But yeah, that was on there because I normally so don't. Cool. I normally don't like food that looks like other things. I don't know. It's a thing that I have. Like, just I want my food to look like the food that I don't it like is. when it's fondant. But when it's yeah. this, where it's just. But yeah, this actually like, sounds good. Yeah. Like I mean, you know what I mean? Like they make. I mean, dirt pudding's okay, but they make like. I don't know. Just when they make food look like weird stuff, weird. like like kitty litter cake. Okay, yeah, that's you know? gross, but this looks like fried chicken, peas, and carrots, and mashed potatoes. Right. I think it just trio, doesn't weird to my brain. But no, this looks actually good. It looks good. really and good. it sounds good. It, yeah. It sounds super cool. Fried ab- chicken apple fritter? I'm all about it. I just, we're not. Apple pie. We're not going to make it over there. Yeah, maybe not. But where is the place If you're you listening wanna... to this and you know, you're staying at Fort Wilderness, actually, our neighbors are staying at Fort Wilderness. Ah. What, what do we have to do to get them to bring back like a box? Yeah, a and how box. well is it going to keep? I don't know. A box of these cupcakes. Gosh. If people are raving about them, I, I we have to pay our neighbors to bring us back a box. It's just <laughs> going to happen. I don't care if it's stale. Cool. They're well, so cute, though. I'm looking at the picture right now. I don't know how many of you stuck around to hear us ramble <laughs> about things that we haven't had but that we want to have. I'm sure I'm – sure, um, the dining portion of this was is going to be a fairly popular episode just because that's something that people really want to know more about. 
but if you stuck it through till the end, thank you so much for listening to our show, and we want to hear feedback from you. Obviously, we are releasing this episode on October 1st. Happy birthday, Magic Kingdom. Happy birthday to Walt Disney World. Yay. Super exciting. We know lots of people are going to be going there in the next year and a half, because that's how long it lasts, 18 months. Um Tell us about your trip. Like, like, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Um, maybe even do some interview type stuff where we can get little snippets of of your trip. And Ooh. I, I want to hear people's thoughts about the fiftieth. So, mm-hmm. let us know if you have those cupcakes <laughs> or anything that we listed tonight. We're definitely curious as to how good it is. So, I do like uh, the travel agent in me, um, and just to give a little kind of pitch to my business here. Um, all the things that we talked about, like I will do that for you as a travel agent, travel agent, um, Disney travel agent services are free. We get paid commission by Disney. You're not paying an extra fee. It's the same prices. We also track discounts and all that stuff. So I will work my tail off to get you those dining reservations to help you plan your trip. I'll have you itineraries. Um, I do room requests. I do all of that stuff. Um, but the and travel agent likes it. and I love it. Yes. But the travel agent in me is really excited that we are going there really a month after the 50th starts. And then we've got mm-hmm. another 16 months after our trip. So I'm going to have a lot of firsthand knowledge to be able to help anyone who wants to go, especially in 2022 for the 50th celebration. That's really cool. Cause I don't, we just always kind of, kind of end up on the tail end of yeah, things. We do. So, but for this, we're not. We're not for once. Yep. We're not late to the party. Right. I can't wait. I'm very excited. This is all I think about. It's true. <laughs> and all I talk about, I just come at Rachel with no, things like, hey, yeah. so this and what do you think? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why are you on your phone? He's like, oh, I just found this thing out about Disney. I'm like. Oh, yeah. Last right. night. I was like, oh, I'm just curious what people think of Harmonious. <laughs> I don't want to watch it, but because I don't want to spoil it. But yeah. I want to know what people think. So, yes, he's very into this. Of course, I am, too. I reap the benefits. Yes, but I'll work hard for your benefit. So you can also reach out to me um, if you're interested in that as well. Our podcast and all the travel agent stuff can be found at partofourworld.net. But thanks for tuning in. And thanks for being a part of our world. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at Part of Our World Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at POOW Podcast. You could also shoot us an email, Part of Our World Podcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614 392 8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready? Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.